Quick to our Torah of the week. There is a famous question asked. Why is it that when we make a bracha on the Arba Minim, the four kinds, we say al-natilas lulav? Why the emphasis on the lulav? Especially as it's explained that the four kinds represent four different types of Jews based on their varying taste and smell. Taste represents Tyra. Just like taste is something internal and inside the person, likewise a person's Torah study is internal and within his own brain and parameters. Smell represents mitzvahs. Just like when you smell something, everyone around you can smell it too. Likewise, the mitzvahs are external and visible to all. So the esrig, which has taste and smell, represents the Jew that has Torah and mitzvahs. The lulav, from a date tree, has taste, Torah, but no smell, no mitzvahs. The hadas, or myrtle branch, has smell, mitzvahs, but no taste, no Torah. And the arava, the willow branch, has no taste or smell, representing the Jew that has neither Torah nor mitzvahs. Based on this, we should seemingly emphasize and highlight the esrog, which personifies the Jew that has it all. So why do we say al-natilas lulav and not al-natilas esrog? So there are many answers given, but I want to highlight one. The reason we focus on the lulav is because while the esrog may have it all, but he is off to the side. The lulav has the quote-unquote, all the imperfect Jews, all bound together in an act of unity. It is because of that unity, that Abbas Yisrael, that we emphasize and mention the Lulav over the Yesrug. But it goes even further than that. The culmination of Sukkot is Hashan Araba, when the main mitzvah of the day is specifically with the Arava, with the item representing the Jew that has no Tyre and mitzvahs because we spent the last six days together with him, befriending him, elevating him, that in the end we celebrate the new levels that this Jew attained, that we made from the Haishana into Haishana Rabbah, a great Jew. All of this to highlight the incredible heights we can accomplish through Avas Yisrael, especially to those that have not yet reached our level of Yiddishkeit. Now Kabbalah teaches us that everything in the physical world is a reflection of the spiritual realms and vice versa. Think about this for a moment. For the last six plus months, as the world has been consumed with this pandemic, the one symptom we keep hearing over and over again that is so unique to this pandemic is the sick person losing all sense of taste and smell. That unique symptom is one of the surefire ways to tell if someone was infected or not. And we hear over and over again, as literally hundreds of thousands of people who have lost their taste and smell, that have died, Rahman al-Atzlan, but not only died, but they sadly died alone, with none of their family members allowed to be at their bedside. Comes along the spiritual message of Sukkot and tells us that if there's another Jew who lost his taste and smell, who is lacking in Tyra and mitzvahs, that we need to make sure that they are not alone, we need to ensure that we fill them up with as many mitzvahs as possible. We make sure that they shake lulav and esrig over yamtif, or put on tefillin after yamtif. By doing so, we create a spiritual unity and healing 
which will then in turn cause a physical unity and healing. And all this will then culminate with Simchas Torah, a time when we dance with the Torah scroll, which specifically remains closed, putting all Jews on the same level, which creates a period of pure rejoicing, which will then lead us to the ultimate Simcha, the Simchas Eilam al-Rosham, with the coming of Mashiach speedily. Amen. Have a good job, Tiff.